Hi guys, Momentum Life Choices podcast. I'm here with Johnson. Uh, we are starting a new series called Resilience. And we want to explore the meaning of being resilient, remaining resilient in an ever-changing world where everything moves so fast around us and in the current state of things and uh, in the midst of a lot of information, misinformation, what should we do? How do we remain, remain sound in our minds? So we're here with Dr. Johnson Tumlet, uh, who is a founder, also uh, one of our partners in Momentum Life Choice. And we're gonna explore with you uh, this topic of resilience. Johnson, um, let's talk about resilience for you. What, what do you have for us today on that topic? I know you've been exploring and studying for quite a while, and I think I'm sure you, have, you are like a well exploding of all uh, aspects of re resilience. I think it's, it's, it's a topic that covers every aspect of our lives, correct? Correct, definitely. So resilience is by definition is the ability to bounce back in times of, of hardship, in times of trouble, in times of some usually unexpected event that happens. And those, I mean, you can, the, the list is endless. And what, what is especially important now is the context in which we have been living for the last year and still do 2020, 2021. The one word that, that is on everybody's lips is COVID. Mm. What does COVID do? Or what is the context of COVID and the idea of resilience? So resilience in this world takes on a different shape, takes on a different form. So I'm just gonna talk a little bit about COVID first. Now you and I know what, what COVID does because you've experienced it as I've experienced it. So are there any, some of the, the trials or tribulations that you face because of COVID? One, I guess is, well, you, you used to, to do a lot of your work um, based in London in an office. Yes, absolutely. You used to fly back and forth. Nowadays, where do you do most of your work, Andy? Well, most of my work is at home in my home office in Salzburg in Austria, where I live. Yeah. yeah. And I don't commute anymore. And, and I think any um, person who embraces sustainability might be happy that I'm not taking planes every week, <laughs> which I, I actually absolutely um, subscribe to anyways. And I think it's, um, I, I, I'm not totally unhappy the mm -hmm. fact that I don't have to, to, to catch a, a, a bus or train or plane every week. Yeah. In other, in other hand, a lot of our colleagues, and I have colleagues also from, from around the world, even Australia, wouldn't, wouldn't be able to commute. I think the nature of work has changed. Yeah. And uh, we have now, I have uh, worked from different parts of the world for the same company, for the same work that we do. And um, it doesn't matter where you are. So the nature of work changed because work can be done whenever you, whatever you are, yep. you know, it doesn't matter the time, the time zone, you can just go online, plug in, and then you are working, that's it. So there, there's the, the plus side of that is flexibility. 
it's flexibility and you don't have to go much away anymore um, or travel so much because the nature of a lot of our work today is that we live one place and work in another place yeah. and um, for some people it's good but that's probably not necessarily the best thing for the environment and for your life or for your health. Yeah. So the, the plus is, is that the negative bit of it, I think for a lot of people is, and you may or may not experience it, is isolation. Absolutely. This is a recurring theme with everybody I come across, I talk to is I feel isolated. Exactly. And, and I do as well, because here, here's what it is. You have your own issues, your own problems, your own, it might be health, it might be physical, it might be job, it might be mental. You would, you and I, we, we, what we have in common is, is other people we know who are struggling with any and all of these issues. Mm-hmm. So I, I would not be one who's bringing you up and saying, hey, guess what happened to da 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 da, and, and it's all more bad news, et cetera, et cetera. And I think maybe it's, it's just me, but it's like, well, why do I want to add to somebody else's burden? Mm-hmm. Uh, which is true, but what it does for me and the, the negative side is it increases the isolation. Mm-hmm. It increases the sense of I am alone in all of this. And so what, what the COVID world does is it increases isolation. So that's one aspect of it. The, the other bit of it is the, the fact that, I'm, I'm sorry, but I, I can't do anything about your situation. I can't do anything about um, how fast vaccines roll out. I can't do anything about whether or not, I'm sorry, your kids can't go to school, or I'm sorry that you know my, my family, the, my niece can't get to the university or it, it's, things are so difficult. And that is a loss of control, basically. So when you add, you add isolation to a loss of control and you, you see more and more of it and you know that there are no easy answers, it, what that does that is it increases the pressure on us all. It increases all of this. And we, we've had this suddenly disappeared last January. We can argue on when it appeared, but it appeared and it, it's the sudden bit that happens that it's like this thing happened, boom. And it's continuing and it's continuing and it's on and it's on and it's on. And the magnitude is huge. So this is this is where we are at in the world. And resilience now takes on like a different dimension, different flavors, all this sort of stuff. But we still there's it is not to be hopeless. It is possible. In fact, it is more than possible to regain some kind of control, to reduce isolation etc etc and there is another aspect that i want to add to the isolation part and which is when you work and live in the same place um the stresses that you get throughout the day in your workplace in 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 your workplace which now is your home 
you take to your kitchen, your living room, your partner, your children. I mean, yeah. I don't have any children living with me. And that's another thing that the children, if they're homeschooled and if they're, they're home with you, they don't know the barrier. They don't know the, the, the boundaries of yeah. mom and dad working. They see mom and dad working, uh, uh, living and staying at home. They say, hey, this is playtime. This is mom and dad time. And that I think a lot of people right now are going through a lot of stress because having to manage all these different variables in the equation that if they had to go to work, they just don't have. Mm -hmm. You know, they, they finish work and they catch a bus, a plane, or I don't know, a train and or, or uh, Uber. And by the way, Uber is not paying me for saying that. <laughs> <laughs> just disclosure here, but a taxi or a cab. Um, and they, in that moment, people don't realize, but that moment of walk or commuting, it's a moment that that stress start going down. Yes, yes. And you're switching off and switching on into a different perspective of your life. And now we don't have that. Yeah. So, I leave my room and yeah. a few feet, I'm in the living room and then a few extra feet, I'm in the kitchen or... And then suddenly my life is one and that brings a lot of stress. Yes. And challenges are coping mechanisms because I'm still thinking about work and my day and the challenges for tomorrow. And now I'm doing something else and I cannot reply to my partner or I don't know where my mind is in that time. Yep. And, and, and all that, it's, I think it's now for us very difficult in terms of going back to resilience. How do we keep that? How do we become and carry on being resilient with, with all those, those changes now in our circumstances? So just to pick up on the, the, what you've just said, what, what I hear you saying is, is like the barriers that existed before are now permeable. The boundaries, the separation between one and another have disappeared. Whereas, like you say, if, if you had... I would use Lyft, not Uber. But if if I had to get a Lyft, it gives me 15, 20 minutes to get from A to B. And in that period of time, my mind, my senses are filled with other things. It it could be traffic, it could be um, could be people walking on the street, it could be children laughing, whatever it is, and that adds to the barrier. When, when you have a barrier that, that is only five to 10 seconds, like you say, from, from your, your workstation to your living room, it's almost no barrier. So in some ways, this is where we, we've lost control because we don't have a barrier that we can control. And so I think that that's a really key point that, that the barriers that existed are no longer there. And they're physical barriers, but they're also mental barriers. They're, they're psychological barriers that, that we need to kind of recapture in terms of resilience. And to, to find that, there are some simple exercises. I'll give you one that I, I um, discovered recently. Um, and it comes from a guy called Andrew Weil, who, who introduced me to this. So he's talking about breathing exercises, where he says that the, the idea behind it is that in your nervous system, 
you have a sympathetic and you have a parasympathetic. In other words, one that makes you tense up and one that makes you relax. So the, the one place or one of the, the very small places in your body that you have both of these things happening is your breath. You can voluntarily take a big breath. You can actively do it. Or most of the times we don't know we're breathing. It's passive. We're doing whatever you're doing, but you, you don't stop breathing. So if you can get a sense of being able to control it, that and focus on it and the awareness of it, it can slow down your breathing, you can speed up your breathing. And in so doing, it also has effects on your mind and your body mm -hmm. and it can create the barrier. So very simply, he'd say something like, well, take a deep breath mm -hmm. count of, for the count of four. One, two, three, four. Hold it. Five, six, seven, eight. And then breathe out 9, 10, 11, 12. Just do that three times whenever you feel like it. Mm. And just that simple practice, that's one example for me yeah. of, of being able to control something that affects other parts of your world. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's very interesting. Um, that's very interesting. And I think that... If, if nothing else will extend the barrier you have, the boundary you have between your workspace and your living room. It, it slows down your mind, it clears the mind of, of stuff that allows you to separate the two. Mm -hmm. So where we physically, I mean, physically, I don't know where you're at, but we're still in lockdown. So there's a physical lockdown it's, it's like a prison state, but you can only escape it mentally. And I think that that's a big part of, of, of um, being resilient is, is simple things. Mm. And there is something that, that there is a, a general deception about around control, because what can we really control, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. During COVID times is something that resurfaces and comes and say, hey, you have no control. Yep. And that challenging statement, reality that comes against you is something that, oh my God, what if something happened to my children? I cannot just go there yep. or my mom. Yep or my elderly parents that are just a few miles away, but because it's in a different border, I can just, I can't just cross and help them. Yeah. Or what if, or what about my work or what about this? So in, in the reality that we live now, that is where resilience is challenged. Yeah. Our inner resilience is challenged. And the first element for us is that really the confrontation and that reality of what have, what, what, what are the things I do really have control and um, and how can I just make peace with those things that I cannot control and yeah. live my life? Yeah. 
And this battle, the inner battle that most people, I think most people on the planet right now are battling through and battling within and okay, I can't just cross, cross a few miles from here. I cannot even walk. You know, I live, I live like probably five miles to Germany here. And in a normal day, I can just walk. Yep. But now I cannot cross that invisible political barrier because somebody says that I cannot cross it. Yeah. The mountains and the trees, the river, they don't know that because it's one thing. But in our mind now, what was before an amazing walk for me just to de-stress, it's out of bound because yeah. it's established that we cannot cross that. But yeah. that little element multiplied thousand times over around the world creates this negativity mm. that affects our mental health. Yes. My yeah. brother lives in Germany and we haven't been able to see, I mean, it's not far. Yeah. but I can't go because of all this. So now multiply that times over millions of people and then you, you get that cloud of heaviness around the planet right now, Yeah. right? And then resilience is challenged. And, and that is a doorway into many diseases also and many, many other things that can affect us because our immune system is also uh, affected. I'm not, I don't want to go ahead because I know the whole process of resilience that we're building, we're going to re reach that level of health. Yep. But I'm just, just trying to convey a summary of why it's so challenging right now in any area of life and the aspects of control. What can we really control? And to make peace with ourselves, with all the things that we cannot control for me mm -hmm. is, is the starting point. Yeah, agreed. So the, the, one of the key points you touch on there is battle and peace. Um, and so you have a battle in whatever area of your work. Um, I have an area of, of battling health issues or even battle getting out of bed. Whatever your battles are, we have battles and the battles exist. So you can't not battle but you must have peace. So the question for me is like, well, can I create enough peace in the inner peace to face the external battles that must be faced? Uh, oh, so-and-so is not delivered on this project. Oh, I haven't got this, this um, equipment that I'm waiting on. Oh, the, the, you know the kids are poorly, whatever it is, they, they, they must be dealt with, they're day-to-day -day realities. And so the resilience piece comes in, in like say, it's that idea of finding enough inner peace to deal with the outer battles. And most of the times what happens, I don't know about you, but I could lie in bed and the stuff that just comes into your head. <sighs> This needs to happen, that needs to happen. I need to, so at the moment, um, we're doing a little bit of decorating because we're having some building work. And I think, yeah, I got to paint the ceiling white. Oh, it's not finished yet. I need to move this ladder. I need to do this bit yellow. In order to do that, I have to vacuum the floor because there's too much dust and I can't, the dust is affecting my health, da, 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 da. And all of these things are in my head. Plus, from, from, from Dr. Johnson Tumnett to 
Johnson the Builder, right? Exactly. <laughs> that transition. Yeah. <laughs> now you have to deal with DIY now, issues. Now they have to deal with these things which are real. And so you can make your own list of whatever it is you, you need to battle with. And, but the point I'm trying to make here is, is that one of the ways I, I deal with this is say to people, you need to externalize it. Because if you don't externalize it out of your head, it it will it will it'll multiply and it will explode. Your head will explode at some point. And if it doesn't explode, you'll implode because then it'll start to bring you down. Oh, I can't go and see so and so, or I can't see my brother, etc. And then all the what ifs just multiply again. What if he gets sick? What if this, what is that? And, and so the feelings start to, to build on top of your, your negative thoughts. You have negative thoughts with negative emotions and it's building. So one way I, I say, I attempt to do for myself, sometimes not too successfully, I put my hand up to that, is I try and externalize that. I just write it down as a, on a piece of paper. Not a to-do list necessarily, but, uh, but uh, externalize it. So if you're not careful, you, you do an ex, a to-do list. And at the end of the day, you look, well, I've done one. <laughs> Which builds the pressure even more. And if you choose to, that come back to the control piece again. I can control this. This is not some flood that's coming through my brain that must happen. I choose to do this. And you can you can structure it if you want. You know, these are the top 10 things that must happen. This is the top one thing that must happen today. The rest I'm going to let go. And that sort of gives I think a sense of oh, it's all right to let go of the other stuff that I can't do. It's um, it, there is a quote from Marcus Aurelius that says, "External uh, things are not the problem; it's your assessment of them, yes, which you can't erase right now." Yeah. So it's how we see it, and that is where the challenge for us to become resilient is how those things affect us. Yeah. It's not actually the things themselves, but how we assess them. Correct. So there's a awareness, there's, there's assessment, and then there's the impact of whatever it is that, that you, you're facing. And I think that those, are, those words have stood the test of time. And they come back again and again. So COVID situation, very, very different much more um, overwhelming on a larger scale, but still these principles hold true, mm -hmm. definitely. And in the end of the day, um, it's, it's, uh, those are the principles that can actually take us through because yeah. those principles have been tested 
in time yeah. and they are immutable, right? It doesn't matter what you believe is COVID or Chinese virus exist or exist, whatever yeah. it is, yeah. whatever information, misinformation, whatever is out there, it's, it's the principles that you live by that can take you through this situation. Correct. It's, it's the steadfastness, it's the breathing, is the meditation, is the is just the knowledge, the acknowledgement of who you are and the things that you cannot do, your limitations, yeah. your inner peace. Those are the things that actually build the resilience, yeah. not, not the noises, because there's a lot of noise right now, correct? There's a lot there's, of noise. There's a huge amount of noise out there trying to decipher what is, and that's why it is part of the problem. So I, 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 the, the phrase I heard recently is doom scrolling, mm. where you get up in the morning and you have to flip through the news to see who's, what's happened now? How many people are, <coughs> are, are sick? How many are in hospital? All this sort of stuff that's going on. Where can I not travel from? What's happening in China? What's happening in the Czech Republic? What's happening in, and so that, that noise is something that um, I, I, I fell into the trap of, of some time back because that's, that's what's happening. And you think, I must know, I must know. Well, in point of fact, whether I know or not makes no difference to my life in practical terms. In practical terms for me, you, you still have to look after your physical, mental and spiritual health. In practical terms, uh, there is social isolation. In practical terms, there's mask wearing in public spaces, at least where I am. And so it comes back down to what, you, what is your current reality versus, oh, what is interesting? What tickles your brain, but tickles it in a negative direction? And it's controlling that. And that is something we all have control over. Yes, absolutely. So Johnson, just as we draw to an end here, I want to draw you into, I don't know if you have covered everything you wanted to cover in this first series, uh, in the first episode of this series of, of resilience. Um, but for me, it's all about the new normal versus yeah. our mental health, right? Yeah. Yeah. And how you respond to this. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Correct. And that is, that is the key for us moving forward, right? That is, that is a huge piece of this resilience thing, is, is working through. And later on in the series, we'll can, um, talk more about some of some deeper tools. We'll do a deeper dive on the specifics of tools, which we've talked about basically from a mental aspect of, of resilience. So at a later point in time, we'll talk about some of the more physical things we can do so in next next episodes the coming episodes we'll talk about rituals or rhythms and how those have changed and what that means very interesting we can talk about um, diet and resilience we can talk about how you overcome some of the, the physical isolation pieces of it because mm. the corporate bit of this and, and there is also the aspect of resilience and uh, behavioral changes and also the choices that, because that's what we are really 
uh, we are we are that is what a channel is about is it's about life choices right it's about getting momentum in your life yeah it's about all about the choices that you make along the way so i think yeah. there is a piece about habits and how you change those habits and those behaviors correct and uh i've been i've been mapping some of the behaviors that i have and even like uh, the DNA of those behaviors and how it started back with my mom or my even my grandma or, yeah. or, or my family. Why do I do the things I do the way I do? Yeah. And that doesn't even stop me. And then it comes from the place you're born and you're shaped by the group of people that you actually help you to raise you, your school. And then suddenly you have a number of behaviors that are very, you know, damning for your situation right now because one of the things that COVID has taught us that we have to learn to be highly adaptable. Correct. In a very, very short and fast period of time. That's right. If you're, if you're afraid of changes, that is not a very good moment for you to live in life because everything changes all the time. You yeah. know, I was talking to someone, a colleague another day, and she's saying, she was talking to me and say, look, I'm really sorry. Can we change the time of our meeting? Because um, our school went back this week and in the first few hours of the school, a child show up with COVID positive mm. because the parents are key workers and got COVID in the line of work. Uh, yes. And everything shut down. The whole, you know, few hours after going back to school, the whole school got back in and everybody at home, everybody, the whole community around the school is in quarantine. So this the environment that we're living now, it's so unpredictable. Correct. And I think for us, an, uh, uh, um, behavioral mapping and, and understanding how you respond to it and, and yeah. developing that uh, ability to change and say, okay, I do this, but I should have been doing it. You yeah. know, I think we're gonna talk about fasting uh, in one of these episodes later on in terms of when we talk about health and how important of that. So we're learning yeah. a lot about how the choices we make in food and sleeping times and uh, what you read and screening times and walking and exercise, all that help us to build that resilience, correct? Exactly, huge amount. So no, no man is, is a blank copybook or woman. Mm -hmm. We are all somewhere along the line, somebody's written a script now and started you off in a particular direction. And so that, that's key to understanding, the, having an understanding of why you do what you do. And then from that basis, the adaptability piece, and there, there are many exercises we can do to promote adaptability to change that happens in a, in a blink of an eye. Mm -hmm. and, and so recapturing balance, recapturing stability in, in the face of sudden and big change is huge so there's a lot to, to go on That's great. i'm looking forward to it i'm looking forward to explore and if you're listening listening to this now or watching um we really want to invite you to come in a journey with us and i'm looking forward to um un, you know unpack all these elements with you johnson so uh, meanwhile guys stay safe and uh you know just follow follow, you know, your inner, inner voice and, you know, bless you. And we will speak soon. Thank you, Johnson. Yes. Bye for now. Bye-bye. Take care.